morning, everyone in the world, and good morning, Stacy Fleece. Good morning. It is episode 100. Woo-hoo! And I can't believe we fucking made it. I mean, who are we? I, you know, this started just as something fun, as I think people who've heard us talk about this before, something fun to do during COVID to stay connected with a lot of these amazing women, a lot of whom we know personally, and we just wanted to meet with them one-on-one and talk about the cool things they were doing. And the fact that it's now grown to uh, interview women all over the country, interview women in Canada. So we're, we're now international. This is your international inspired podcast. This um, is international women uh, and, doing amazing. And, 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 yeah. We literally just started to talk to our cool friends here in Marin. And it's just blossomed and bloomed into uh, almost 3,500 downloads. Okay. And again, I'm, I may, just say out there, it may be the same person just downloading it multiple times. And that's fine. As long as someone out there is hearing a story about an amazing woman, I think our job is done. Agreed. Agreed. It's, um, but it, I just, you know, would not have thought in 2023, we'd still be doing this when we started it in no. COVID when we were all locked in our homes and, and, and we, the commitment the way we could see each other was to get on zoom. It was the only way we could see anybody. Yeah. But I think to the commitment of of doing it every single week and sitting down and I mean, you and I both have jobs and families and things going on. And so it's it's been definitely one of those things that's a part of our program and a part of our schedule. And sometimes it can be cumbersome. But I think, um, you know, t- to watch this kind of journey roll out has been pretty fantastic. And I mean, to sit down and say we've recorded over 3000 hours is pretty amazing. It is pretty cool. And this this is the 100 episode, although we record in advance. So we actually have more than 100 in the vault. Yeah. So, um, you know, we've we've come we've come a long way. I feel like we've come a long way. We're not Oprah yet, but, you know, we're, <laughs> you know, we're not Gail and Oprah. Andy Williams, I'm not sure. But in our own mind, we are Gail and Oprah. OK, so we never we don't usually do like something that's current uh, because we do record in advance and usually block, you know, uh, several sessions at a time. So today's kind of fun because not only do we get to talk about the hundred past episodes, we're going to talk about women, but we're also going to talk a little bit about what the fuck is going on in the world, because there are a few things that I think need to have some attention. The first being the balloons. OK, I need to understand a little bit more clearly what is going on up there. I feel like it it could be um, it could be like the up house in real life. <laughs> and I hope they're not shooting down some old man with a Boy Scout uh, floating around. That but would be bad. Hey, that would China, be bad. Keep your balloons on your side of the world. But here's the thing: we don't remember really the balloon boy. Know. Could it have been him? Remember the remember the fake story I about do. the kid stuck in the balloon? I do. But but now they're saying that the ones that were over like a lot, they're not determined that they are Chinese. Um, they're just unidentified flying objects. And so is this alien invasion? Is this Ooh, cool. somebody just like dipping their toe and like, let's fuck around with the Americans and the Canadians today? <laughs> I suppose it could be like a college engineering project gone bad. Yeah. And then the, uh, the I love watching the press. Um secretary and the press you know when they sit down they talk to all the reporters because they just kind of throw grenades at it back and forth at each other and it's so fun to watch them not give us any information and also themselves not know any information so 
this place in history that we're in right now is uh it's kind of fascinating you think they ever stand up at the podium and just struggle to keep from like cracking up in the middle of a sentence like how do they honestly there are times where you go how are you keeping a straight face in all this I agree. But I think my favorite press secretary, if we're going to talk about press secretaries for a moment, was, was it Spicer? The guy that would just like fucking scream at everybody. He, he did it for like a hot minute, right? But Melissa McCarthy d- has done him on set. Oh Saturday. my God. She was so good with him. He would just come in, yell and scream and walk out the door. Like if I just cause chaos, they won't ask me any questions that I have to answer. I guess um, maybe that was a theory. Yeah, absolutely. No questions. Um, and yeah, it's fantastic. So I want to throw some things, I want to throw some stats at you. And I want to, I want to know what your thoughts are. First one here, title of this, Women Are Great. Couldn't agree more. Um, first one, the two highest IQ scores recorded in history belong to who? Women. Shocking. Okay, next up, women earn uh, more than 60% of all college degrees in the United States. Interesting. Um, this is a zinger. Are you ready? Girls' brains generally mature two years earlier than boys. Well, that's a that's a obvious moment. Yeah. Uh women see 20% more color than men. Uh women are more rational uh than men because they're <laughs> here we go. Listen to this. Because of their thicker cerebral cortex. Okay. Yeah. Okay, write that down. I'll go with that one. Uh women gained the right to vote in 1920. However, I just was uh reading up on Black History Month. Uh women of color did not receive the right to vote until the I believe late 60s. Yeah, I know it's crazy, right? Isn't that fucking nuts. And why are we talking about that more? It's it 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 seems so long ago, but it wasn't. Like it seems like it should have been way long ago, but it really wasn't. No. It really wasn't. And we still have so much further to go. I was reading an article about women of color in uh, different industries and just women in general. And it was interesting. It was like white women have a glass ceiling. They called Asian American women having a bamboo ceiling and they called African American or women of color having a concrete ceiling because it's so much harder um, for women of different, you know, ethnicities to advance in all spaces, which I still think in today's world is an absolutely astonishing fact. So we just got to bust out the jackhammers now. It's not mm-hmm. just about what can you shatter glass with? We need the jackhammers. Yeah, we need we need a whole bunch of explosives. Okay, here's one. Uh, the average amount of woman, the time a woman can keep a secret is 47 hours and 15 minutes. Okay, what is it for a man? It doesn't give that data. Well, uh, I can tell you the man in my house can keep a secret for about 47 seconds. Mine, um, mine, I absolutely can't keep a secret at all. Um, women, this is kind of lame. Women just uh, spend nearly one year of their lives deciding what to wear. Oh, really? I mean, they need some of their stylists we chat to. Here's one. Uh, the average woman eats four pounds of lipstick in her lifetime. Ew. Ew. <laughs> no. I'm and no. going along with the women that we've been talking to, because we've talked to so many. Probably. Well, that's a great question. But of all the things that women don't know what's in their makeup products, think about all the crazy gross shit women are eating in their yeah, makeup. Four clean. pounds of lipstick. It better be stuff from beauty heroes. Exactly. The average woman in the UK owns 19 pairs of shoes, 111 handbags, and has 150 different hairstyles in her lifetime. Huh. Nobody needs 111 handbags. Nobody. 
Um, no, I kind of stick with my one or two and that's I it. I have two that I use regularly. Yeah, no, I agree. So I want to talk about what this journey has been like for you with uh, interviewing and meeting all these different women over the last almost three years. How, what has this had an impact on your life and how? Well, you know, it's interesting. And in the three years that we've been doing this, I, um, I mean, a lot has changed in my life. I sold a house. I moved. I sent both of my children to college. Um, I became an, an official empty nester. Um, so, you know, a lot of, a lot of um, my- you can keep going. Cause there was some other life events that I think we could share. I, oh, I got engaged yeah. and you cohabitated after, after you moved in. years of being single. Um, so yeah, there's, there's just, it's, it, I've like, I'm in a very different space now than I was when we started. So it's, uh, I feel like as we continue down this journey, I feel like I'm relating to a lot of our guests differently than I was three years ago, because what I'm going through my life is different now than it was three years ago. Mm -hmm. And I think um, it's interesting watching these journeys that these gals have, because you've said it many times again, like it's a non-linear path to get to where we go and how we become. And every single one of these women we've talked to has felt a void in the market or not found what they wanted. And so they went out there and they made it. Um, and I find that to just be like, because as we interview these women, they all have like multiple parts of their lives, whether they have big girl jobs or they have families or they've had illness or they've had all these other things. And then, oh, by the way, let's start a fucking business because that makes sense. And it nine out of 10 times does. Yeah, it's the it's definitely the multifaceted approach. But I, I think a lot of that comes from necessity, too, that you know, women have to raise the family and, and be a lot of times we are the providers. And so you, you know, you see this, this opportunity, but you can't just shut everything else off and jump into it. So it, it requires the ability to, to have sort of different, different layers that you manage all at the same time. All at the same time. And sometimes not always perfect, as we found out, right? Never perfect. It's Never. a little bit fucking messy. It's a little bit chaotic. And that's the part I think I love the most is that women have been so real and raw with us. I mean, maybe because we just bring it out in them because we are unapologetically us. <laughs> but I feel that like, it's okay to talk about like how hard things are sometimes and like how life can just suck the life out of you. Um and it's hard to manage all those moving parts. And there's no real like roadmap to get there. You just kind of got to do it. Uh, yeah. Uh, easier said than done sometimes, I guess, you know, 100%. Um, there's, there's been a lot of inspiration for lack of a better word um, mm -hmm. that we've been able to have front seat, front row seats for, um, you know, it's, uh, it's just, it, it's, it's really amazing. Some of the things that, that these women are doing, I, like, I would, I don't think I would ever do it. And the, a lot of the stuff they're doing, like, I, I don't know that I would have taken the risks and the leaps of faith that they did. So I, I have huge amount of respect for that. But then on the flip side, like they would look at someone like you and be like, I could never do that. You know, it's like, we're all, we're always like, I want the straight hair. I want the curly hair. I want to be thin. I want to be big kind of, I want to be taller. I want to be shorter. But I think we all have these different parts of us that, you know, we're, we're meant to be and meant to evolve and become. And a lot of these gals, I think um, 
have taken risks that, you know, are very admirable. And I think that's why we're drawn to them and them to us. But it is uh, it has been a journey. And I love hearing about the struggles. You know, that part of it is such a it's not a great thing, but it's a great thing at the same time. Well, but it makes it very real and it makes it very relatable um, because from the outside, you know, you've seen that meme where it's like the the iceberg where it's success at the top and then the, the bulk of the iceberg, right, is under the water. Yes. And that's all the work that was done to get to the little piece of the iceberg that's on top. And, and I mean, that's very much the same way in life, right? So you look from the outside and it may look perfect and successful and like over overnight success, which we all know is just a complete fallacy of a term. Right. Um, but that's, you know, hearing about the challenges and the struggles and how they, you know, the, the moments that they didn't think they were going to make it or the moments that they hit a major roadblock and was like, is this it? Is this where the journey ends? Maybe not. So um, I think that makes it so much more relatable to whatever we're doing in our daily life, whether it's, a grown-up job or a volunteer position or, you know, getting the, the kitchen clean at night. I don't like whatever it is. Just those basic <laughs> things. I barely got my kitchen clean. I barely up. got my shit together. So I find like so fascinating and I've really enjoyed uh, learning this part of business because I mean, you and I are both in a different sector completely, but like when you have a store or you're ordering products or making products, like how many do you order? How many are going to sell? How do you set your price points? Like our, our, you know, what we sell is pretty much determined by the market, right? So these gals are really saying, okay, like we just interviewed a woman that the episode will come out and we were asking about how she prices her jewelry and she bases it off an hourly rate that she wants to make and how long it takes her. The ones that fascinate me are the ones who have the stores where you have to buy products like two seasons in advance. How do you fucking How do you know that? what people are going to want six months from now? I, and, and yet they figure it out. They all figure it out. Or is it that we, they, I don't, maybe we think we want what's in the store. I don't like, are they trying to figure us out before or are they kind of handing to us? Here's what, here's what you want. No, no, you don't want that. You want this, but I'll tell you what, if you guess wrong and you, if, if, if you miss, that could be a whole season that you fall behind. Well, I'm sorry. That is, um, I, I, that's, that's, that's a lot. But just the inventory to have to hold on to it. Cause a lot of times what, what people don't understand is that that's, you have to buy that stuff up front. It's not consigned many times. And so to have all that crap, that's not selling. I mean, I can't tell you how many stores give us stuff for sparkle that's overage that they have to get rid of. And now I didn't really understand it. And now I totally understand it. Like, Oh, you just misbought. <laughs> we'll take it and we'll gift it. But now, how do you prevent that moving forward? And it's it's definitely a learning curve. I mean, we experience it in Sparkle with buying too much wrapping paper, for God's sake. You know, it's like you gotta figure out what you know, you learn, I guess, the hard way. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's uh, it there's just there's a lot to all the different facets of business and being that I'm in my box here and you're in your box there. There's so much more out there that we don't have to experience that we don't have to deal with. Um, that has been really fun to hear how these women get through it. Right. And also the other one I really enjoy is the product creation of like a makeup line or a skincare line. And like how many trials and errors you have to go through to have a product that sits on a shelf that sells um, and going through, you know, the different FDA approvals and, you know, all those things that like, 
what, as a consumer, you're not really thinking about. Well, like, and how many of these women really had absolutely no idea what they were doing when they started this? They were like, hey, I think we need this. Like, I'm going to go find, um, you know, a, a, a company that can mix the colors for me. Like, some of them were like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really know where I didn't even know how to do that. I, had, I don't even know. Like, it's not like you can look these up in the yellow pages. No. And, and I don't feel like there, I mean, maybe there is, and that, that maybe that's a, the way that they're connecting, but I don't know that there's a lot of resources out there for someone who wants to say, create a lip balm to like, you know, find out where to get your packaging, find out how to get your labeling, find out. Your I don't know that there is, but I do think that the, the consistent message we've heard from a lot of these women is they relied on other women who had yes. done it for them. And they read like they, they voluntarily reached out to these people and, uh, and whoever they reached out to was completely giving with their knowledge, mm-hmm. which is insane because again, we don't like to ask for help, but sometimes when you do lean over to your sister, she's got all the answers and then you could provide the answers to another sister later on. Right. Pay it, pay it forward, pay it backward. I don't know. Pay it, uh, long. also known as skirt working is what we like to call that, <laughs> which yeah. is exactly what we like to call that. Um, I mean, a hundred episodes, a hundred different women, a hundred different stories. Which one's been your fave? Oh my God. I know. I, I should have like favorite. Um, I mean, I have I have probably top ones that I really liked, but I honestly I don't know that I can pick a favorite. Like they all brought different energy, different vibe, different stories, different hardships, um, different things that we can relate to. And uh you know, they, they all are special and unique in their own way. And I have great respect for every one of these women. Mm-hmm. I like the activists that we got to bring in to kind of talk about whether it was gun violence or women's rights, um, you know, social justice, uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion. I really like to have those kind of conversations because I think it's interesting to really have it on the front line and be able to have a, an open dialogue about it. Mine is just like seeing what somebody wants us to hear. Um, I find I find those conversations to be so incredible. But then also, you know, we have so much work to do. We have so much work. I think the takeaway from those is that if you are an individual sitting in your house and seeing an injustice, you can have an impact there. Mm-hmm. I mean, just because a lot of times we sit there and, and we're like, what can I do? I'm just like one person. Well, it takes one person to start that train moving forward. Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, for me, the biggest takeaway was, yeah, like an individual or a group of individuals you get together can start a movement, can start an an effort that that will have an impact. I um, pulled up the episode that we had done with the uh, Moms to Man Action Gals immediately after, um, you know, yet again, another mass shooting took place, what, two weeks ago? And like, why aren't we fucking talking? We're not talking about it anymore because now we're talking about balloons in the sky. But like, let's get back to like, this is still an issue here, friends. And there are still so many ways that we can get involved and do these different things. So um, as these things happen, I'm going to go into our archive and just repost some of these episodes because I think that the information and the data is still so prevalent. Well, and as we, I think some of those are really important to revisit as we move into Women's Month in March. Yep. Um, We've got a lot of great content, great information to share. And I think some of those archive episodes would be super meaningful to revisit. Going to bring it back. Going to. I love that we have an archive. Like, who are we? 
I have no idea. We barely know how to archive. I mean, the word archive is a big one and I might need to look it up and see exactly what it means. I will say this for two girls that have no idea how to edit, no idea really their way around a computer. We have really taught ourselves a lot. I mean, you know, you learn by, you you learn when you're forced to learn. <laughs> but, it's, but it's been, somebody asked me something about, you know, uploading into this. I go, listen, you know, we're not, we're not those gals. Okay. We're not going to be able to give you that kind of file. We're just able to do what we can do and upload to our one place. That is it. Um, so speaking of Women's Month, which is just right around the corner, one of our favorite months, we are going to be doing a double header uh, Mondays and Wednesdays because we've recorded you know so much stuff and we we don't feel it's fair to push them out. So we'll have uh, a Monday and a Wednesday moment coming up in March and in celebration uh, of Women's Month. Plus, to, plus we'll we'll sprinkle in some archive. You know, and the girls uh, that we've got coming up are <laughs> they're pretty cool. Uh, we've talked to quite a few doctors. We've talked to more creators, more makers. Um, women I'm like found on Instagram and was like, Hey, I like what you're doing. Can we talk? <laughs> we also have a really incredible interview coming up with a girl um, that I went to high school with um, that's had a whole movement about the Santa Susana uh, radioactive ground, which is going to be pretty intense and cool. Um, I'm just, you know, I don't know. I feel like now we've got a little bit of uh, street cred so we can kind of get in there and get down and dirty with some, some guests that really we maybe wouldn't have been able to get our, you know, get in front of before, but now we can. Absolutely. And, and I hope that those who are listening, continue to get a little something out of each episode. I think there is a takeaway in every one and it's not going to be the same takeaway for everybody, but there's definitely something there that you can incorporate into your world, into your life and it's somewhere in your orbit um, to, make your life easier, give you inspiration, give you hope, give you comfort, whatever that may be. And I think the idea of Inspire, just going back to what why we started it was, you know, yeah, to keep in touch with the badass women in our life, but also to share the stories of women who, like we always say, they get up and they do a little bit more than just live, right? Living is easy. Doing the extra stuff is what's hard. And that's really what these women are doing, you know, whether it's starting a business, employing people, uh, being an activist, you know, fighting for their causes, um, all these things. I mean, unless you have a huge platform or are rich and famous, as I've said it a million times, you don't get to have your story told. And so the point of Inspired is to tell your story and get your, you know, line out there because somebody, like you said, they totally can relate. Yeah. Yeah. It, it provides the platform that most of us, myself included, would never have. So, um, you know, the, having the support of people who are downloading, who are listening, who are sending us messages, messages of thanks, sending us questions. How do I get in touch? We appreciate all of that. We do. And we are always looking for new uh, guests. So if you are interested or have someone you think would be of interest, please send them our way. We uh, we do cliff note or cliff cliffhanger cliff. I don't maybe cliff note. We swear. OK. And uh, we get down and dirty. So if that's not for you, um, that's OK, too. We actually had uh, someone that asked us to not swear. And I was like, mm, that might be hard. Kind of gals we are okay we're kind of gritty and because i think a lot of it is is like you and i have always never taken ourselves too seriously yeah. in anything that we're doing. No, that's that's extremely evident <laughs> i mean we know we're not for everyone but we do know we have a certain place in certain people's hearts 
And I think our, you know, North Star and our core has always been supporting women in anything that we're doing, whether it's our work, you know, um, just us being women in this world, uh, our work with nonprofit sector sparkle stuff. I mean, that is our undertow. And I think Inspire really allows that to kind of shine in a different way and um, provide a platform to do so. So everybody, thank you for listening to us. I mean... Even if it's just that one listener out there. Thank you. The one person that's downloading thousands of times. We do appreciate it. And it it um this has been nothing but a labor of love for us. And it's um it's brought a lot of joy to me. So um thank you to all of our guests. Thank you to you, Samantha, for continuing down this fun road with me. Um, because it's meant a lot to me for sure. But it means a lot to me too. And as much as I um, you know, keep telling myself. I want to clear the calendar for the things that are fun. This is one of those things that I find to be fun. Um, I find just meeting women so cool and getting to spend the time with you. I mean, my God, this is, we have known each other for, we're coming up on 18 years. Okay. Uh, Basically two decades of just shenanigans and behavior that sometimes is really, really rather questionable. I'll be honest. Yes. Um, but to set set this time to be a grown up, um, at least in some capacity, is, is huge. I will say this though: we were really behaved this last weekend when we were in Vegas. Okay, surprisingly so. I mean, I did something I didn't know I was going to do, and I took you down to Fremont Street, and I thought at one point you I, were going to leave. That was that. That was really a lot. That was. Uh... Yeah, that was that was debauchery lit up with a lot of neon. So for those listeners who have never been down there, uh, you know, Vegas, the strip is the strip. It is, you know, that's what you think about when you think about it. Then there's this other part of Las Vegas called Fremont Street, which is kind of the old school where you can still find a five dollar or ten dollar blackjack table if uh, if I don't recall, that was a place that you found very yes. a, a seat. Yes. That you warmed nicely. Um, but it is definitely just a whole different vibe. And uh, we survived. I, I lost my voice, but it came back. And, uh, you know, just yet again, uh, cherishing the friendship and the fun that we get to have in different ways. And I promise I'll never take you there again. Uh, it's it, it was, I mean, it was something that you should experience. So I think anyone, if if you've gone and you've, if you've gone to Vegas and you haven't been to Fremont Street, just take a moment and go. Do it. And, and also go to the uh, Neon Sign Museum because yeah. that, was, that was how the whole Fremont Street started was we went to the old graveyard. The, is it Boneyard? Boneyard? Boneyard. They call it the Neon Boneyard. Yeah. It's kind of an Instagram moment. Uh, definitely worth it. We were definitely probably the oldest people there. Um, and we weren't doing our like Instagram photo shoot because we just really don't know how. But remember, uh, this is something we do need to talk about quickly before we go. We sat at the, we went to this dinner one night, the three of us girls. And we sat next to this table of two girls that all they did the entire dinner was be on their phones and do Instagram stories. We determined that maybe they didn't know each other. Yeah. Like they didn't look like they did. They literally spent the entire dinner taking pictures of various food and scenes and posting and commenting. And like, I don't, I I never actually saw them communicate to each other at all. Maybe they speak different languages. Maybe, maybe they were, maybe they were Michelin. Maybe they were the Michelin people. Maybe they were, but uh, yeah, it was, it was sad. It was so weird. And I really realized that I feel so fortunate to have relationships like yours and mine and our wonderful girlfriends that we don't have to go to restaurants and be on our phones because we actually have 
way more things to talk about. Sometimes they're rather inappropriate, I might add. Okay. Well, they, they, they can go down that path every once in a while. Sometimes when you look at the table next to you, who's looking at you in utter disgust, you realize maybe we need to take our voices down just a smidge. Oh my God. That happened to me Friday night when I was out to dinner with Mike and we went down a path that we probably shouldn't have gone with a table right next to us. And finally he looked over at me and he's like, she can hear us. She can <laughs> like, hear everything that we're talking about. Look now. at her after that. I was like, oh God. Okay. You're going to see her out in public and she's going to know that you were the one talking about, you know what? Yeah, it's true. Uh, well, thank you for always giving me something to talk about. Everybody get out there this week and for the next hundred episodes of your life, be inspired. And thank you for inspiring us to continue to share the stories.